0: Welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode ninety-nine, starring Jimbo and Fisher. And it's took a while to get to number ninety-nine over these last few weeks,
1: hasn't it? Yeah, again, a bit busy, but you know that's the that's the way it is. You can, yeah, you, I don't you know.
0: I mean, you, you know, you, you can tell if you're busy, Fisher, because you've still got the old Shakespearean haircut.
1: Well, it's um, it's been that like this since September, I think. Um, yeah, I think you've had your hair cut now, haven't you, Jimbo?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm probably due again soon. Um yeah.
1: Well, to be fair, I've been due again for the last like you know, <laughs> six months or so. But well, I'm still going Wait, strong with this.
0: Weren't we saying the other day you could have given birth to your hair now?
1: Yes, yes. It's, it's now not over nine months old, so I'm going strong. Um, I, if it gets to the age of one, I'll have to send it a birthday card. I think.
0: I like. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll get one ready for it. Maybe we could uh, maybe we could light a candle for it, although not near your hair. Yeah. Might catch well, that'd fire. be a good way
1: to, instead of cutting it, just burn it off.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Uh, anyway, should we start with our intro song then, before we get any further? Of course, we yeah, are creeping towards our big episode 100. So, what they would describe this episode as the... Oh, no, no, that's not right, is it? It's if it's going to be your last episode, they call this one your... This is what do they say they normally say this is the penultimate one before the 100th episode.
1: Yeah, or is it more commonly now the 99. Yeah, I
0: don't I don't know why they do that. Why do they use the word penultimate to describe the episode before the last one or the episode be- before the one before? It's it's a weird word, isn't it? I don't like it. So I'm no, not I mean, going to use it. It's
1: it's a bit more succinct than the one before the last one, though, isn't it? If you just saying penultimate.
0: I suppose, but I just don't like it. Anyway, you ready? So here we yeah, are. This awesome. is this is a parody of Prince um 1999 where instead it's going to be a party like it's episode 99 2013 when we started when we were just 26 and now it's eight years later, and we're still trying to do this shit. I had less wrinkles, and Fisher had better hair. And no one really listens, but we don't really care. Cause they say nearly at 100 episodes that are all online. Tonight we're going to party like it's episode 99. There you go, episode 99, party like it's episode 99, you enjoy that for sure.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of a few years ago for our cricket team's end of season do. I bought a uh, shirt to wear to the end of season discount, it cost me 20 quid. And I parted like it was 1999.
0: Hey, <laughs> very good. Uh, like that one. Uh, yeah, so uh, is it time for breaking news? Anything to tell us, Fisher? Sure? It's been a few weeks. There must have been something going on in your life.
1: Um, actually, yeah, last time last time we were podcasting, I got up during the podcast and walked around a bit to get more steps in. You did, yeah. Orlando. How did you go on with that? How do you think we got on, Jimbo?
0: I think you, you probably smashed it.
1: Yeah, we won. We want. Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: a victory well for our team, um, which means that we get to go out for a meal. So all the health benefits that I got from walking, uh, I think I did about getting up towards a quarter of a million steps in two weeks, maybe just a little bit less, the team, 200,000 250,000 steps. Um, I, you know, We get to go out for a meal, so we probably negate the benefits that we made from doing all the walking, but never mm. mind. Yeah, It's good to go out, isn't it? It is. Looking forward to it. It is, yeah. Uh, well done um, with I like, that. Yeah, I managed over 10,000 steps every single day, including a few days where basically I wasn't actually going to get 10,000, but I just decided to walk around upstairs in the house and end up like doing about two thousand uh, doing 10,015 kind of thing. Where are you going for the meal? It's undecided as yet. I think we all need to work out when we're going to be back and available to do it, and then we'll go out for a nice meal. Or a bad meal, who knows? We've not booked it yet. I, I like think we'll go out for a nice meal
0: you gonna even you're gonna rub it in people's faces by leaving it at work early that day as well to go for that meal
1: uh, I don't know if we're going out at lunchtime maybe as I, as, oh, I, as I presume the... so
0: you, so you can't even go out and properly enjoy yourself. This is just accountants' fear isn't it
1: <laughs> I, can, I can I can do I can still enjoy myself at lunchtime
0: only a little bit though
1: well you can have a you... few pints, can't you
0: well it's not you're not you're not back at the Belvedere now, Fisher back in yeah. two thousand five, whatever it were anyway um have you got any more breaking news?
1: No, that's all we've got what's your breaking oh, we've news
0: got, okay. So it was my daughter's fourth birthday. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to my uh, four-year-old daughter, my only daughter, yeah. of course. But uh, happy birthday to her. Uh, she's she's had a good time. We've uh, I've now got a massive pet unicorn. Well, it's not a pet unicorn because they don't actually exist, but a huge mm-hmm. unicorn that rolls around on wheels, and uh, yeah. she likes putting reins, rolling it around everywhere and stuff. So mm-hmm. as, as they she get bigger, the, as they get bigger, the toys get bigger as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all well and good saying she likes doing that, but it was only a birthday yesterday. I mean, the, the habit might go away at some point, mm. perhaps. Um, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, well, no, it I'm, wasn't I'm it yesterday. It, wasn't no, it, yesterday. Was, it was, it was on, Tuesday. It was so, on yeah. Tuesday. Sorry. Yeah, I can't lo- believe we forgot that. Losing go track of days. Of birthdays.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, other breaking news. Not, not, not a great else really. Uh, but I have got another brew on the way, Fisher, as hmm. yet unnamed brew. Um not sure exactly what I'm gonna call it. Um should be ready for around Father's Day though. And uh, hoping yeah. it's gonna work out a bit better than the last one, which was okay in the bottles, weren't it? We 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 both thought it was alright, didn't we? Uh, yeah,
1: it was alright, yeah. Yeah, it so was... you're gonna get another
0: one unfortunately.
1: Oh lovely. Um I've got uh, Jim. I'm not a father, so you don't have to bother. It's so fine. I've got about. I don't, I don't need that father's die present. There's
0: about twenty bottles this time compared to the five that I made last time. So, so that's my uh, breaking news. And 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 since we've started talking about beer, shall we get on with our beers of the week? Uh, can do.
1: Yeah. What have you got?
0: I have got a Northern Monk, which is a Yorkshire-based brewery. I think they are kind of out. Um, are they kind of Leeds? way? I can never remember where oh. they are. Hundred percent. Yeah, Leeds. Uh, Holbeck in Leeds. And this there is a uh, Eternal Wave Session IPA 4% uh, Twisted Edition from Northern Monk. And yeah, they're quite a well-established uh, Yorkshire brewery, actually. And I got this in the beer 52 uh, Yorkshire box, which it was this month. So I was quite happy that it was mm-hmm. the Yorkshire month. Um, so yeah, and I suggested you sign up to it as well. I sent you a golden ticket, didn't I? Mm. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. I,
1: don't know if I, haven't, I haven't quite signed up as yet, but um, I'm sure I will do shortly. Free beer. You can't but... turn it down. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not turning it down. I've just not, not taken up the offer yet. And I've, I've, got, um, I've got something a bit different. Well, I've got lager this, this time. I'm going to drink it out of the can. Very uncultural, But it's Harp Lager. Have you heard of Harp Lager? Made by uh, Guinness? No. Because I'll be honest, I've never heard of them. But a few people said, oh, yeah, yeah I remember that from, from years ago. But obviously they're still doing it. Oh. Um, and, yeah, made by the company that owns Guinness, so Diageo. Right, stop harping uh, on about got... it and get on with it. Well, it's, it's, it says it's premium lager. So, you know, who am I to argue? I did have some the other day, it tasted alright, it's 4.0%, 4. 4, 4, 4, 4. Um, and it's okay, yeah. I thought I'll give this a go, because I've not seen it I'll, before. I'll
0: give mine a go too, Fisher. Sure.
1: That's a bit of a, that's a strange glass, is it that lady's glass drinking out of, is it used to be called? Is it Craftmaster? Ail and Audio branded glass? It's a,
0: cra- it's a craft master, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, is it? Oh, has
0: oh, got a Oh, it's got an Ale and Audio sticker on it, um, sorry about that, it's um, just another podcast I do.
1: Are you he down to weekly episodes now on that podcast?
0: Yeah, got a bit much, um, mm. doing it every day. every um, day, but a weeklies now, but my my, uh, my beer following on the online things and the pub sheddies and all that kind of thing, they're, they're growing, I've got like, you know, I'm getting up there now, I'm, I'm approaching 300 followers for sure.
1: Really? Well done. All
0: beer people as well, as well. so mm. beer community oh, and all that.
1: Yeah, it's not just Paul Burrell.
0: No. We need to get some branded waste of web space glasses, don't we? Yeah.
1: How much, how much can you pour into that glass then? This, this is, is this is a can, or?
0: it's three hundred and thirty ml yeah. A can. Yeah. All right, that's not too It's, it's bad technically two thirds of a pint. So there you go. Anyway. Are you moving it's on? not, but yeah. Moving on. It is two thirds uh, of a pint. Three
1: hundred and thirty ml well, is a Well no, it's it's
0: a, a two thirds of a pint glass. <laughs> no. Um, so it's very the, the the can's just short just fills it up short of, of that. So okay. yeah, the, the can's slightly less than but more than okay. half of a pint, clearly. So yeah. anyway, are we moving on.
1: Yep. Okay, it's your show and tell for sure, what you got? It's uh it's my show and tell. And it is this a Wellington boot. See, for Wellington.
0: I asked you before this, didn't I? Because I wanted to know for for our sort of little, you know, uh type ups I do on, you know, hmm. waste of web space Facebook page so we can tell people what we're talking about. You asked me uh I asked you what have you got for your show and tell, Fisher? And you said a
1: Wellington, and I went. Is yeah. that a boot? But it
0: because it could have been a bit of beef.
1: Could have been a bit beef. Um But it's not actually not both of these relate to a Wellington boot. But it is a Wellington boot to tell to signify a Wellington. Is,
0: is it your? Um, is it your Wellington?
1: Uh, that is my Wellington boot. I'm not going to hold up against the camera because it is a bit mucky, so I don't particularly want to get um, show you a mucky Wellington boot. But I think we know what a Wellington looks like. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Now is the Wellington um, is the term Wellington boot like one of those that. You know, like people call a Hoover a Hoover, but it's not a Hoover; it's a vacuum cleaner.
1: Uh, I don't know. In all honesty, is it's like a oh, Wellington,
0: welcome. a brand of 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 boot, because it gets shortened to welly, don't I it Think it is.
1: Um, I did the. I, I don't know if it's named after the Duke of Wellington.
0: All oh, right. Okay.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to find out. Well, he had ten
0: thousand men, so you could ask one of them. That was Duke of York. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Silly me. Never mind. Um, tell so I don't do Wellington X rhymes these days. Yeah, for that Duke now. of
1: Wellington and boot. I'm going to put Wellington boot into Google, see what comes up. Wellington boot. And... Yeah, they were, they were, the Wellington boot was worn and popularised by the Duke of Wellington. And I think he also did. He also was he also responsible for the beef Wellington.
0: Uh, he was maybe was he? All
1: right. I think so. I might be wrong. Okay. But anyway,
0: tell us about your Wellington, or the story the around connection? the Wellington.
1: What is my connection to Wellington boot, or just Wellington? Is it my most notable sporting moment at university was winning a welly wanging competition, <laughs> or is it I once appeared in a quiz and stood at the front with a buzzer for one round? I buzzed in and gave the correct answer, which was Wellington okay
0: so uh, let's start with number one then welly wanging it's it's yeah. you know it's a popular sort of fair type of sport and it's school school fair or like fundraising sort of. Thing as well as like tea bag slinging, that's another one, isn't it? is its it tea bag slinging or you, you take a tea bag out of a cup and sling it as far as you can? Have you seen that? No, I've, I've never done that in all honesty. It's I've more never than an incident of, yeah. with a tea bag. You know what? When I take tea bags out of the tea bag pot, I I know uh, exactly what you
1: do now, I, mean, I know exactly what you're going to say. Dear, yeah, <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> I think this, does this involve the bin in your kitchen?
0: No, oh, right, okay, no, it doesn't. Right. So I, I take the tea bags out of the tea bag holder. A mm-hmm. pot of tea bags. I always give them a bit of a shake because um, they get a bit dusty, don't they? They get a bit like dusty tea and I don't like sort of dusty tea in my tea. No. So I give them a bit of a mm-hmm. shake, you know, just to just get get any any of the, the tea dust off the mm-hmm. tea bag before putting it in the cup. Now, it's, I, I, I'm not going to criticise Yorkshire tea because Yorkshire tea are the best but I do pick fault at them, the way they package their tea bags. They kind of package them all together like, and you've got to tear them apart to separate yeah. them. And sometimes when you do that, you can tear them, not realise you've actually tore some teabags open. So I went to pick mm. up the teabag this morning, shaky, shaky, shake, cloud of tea <laughs> everywhere, covered in it, for all my T-shirt, face, mm. oh, nightmare. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, that white T-shirt you're wearing has really got covered quite badly, hasn't it?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I mean, we've gone off a little bit there, but uh, teabag throwing is a thing as well as welly-wanging. So tell me about your welly-wanging. You won it, and that's <laughs> that's probably your best sporting achievement or one of you. At university, at university, yes. okay. Because you wasn't really um, doing sport at uni, was you? You was at a very sporting mm, university.
1: I was at very, I was at the best sporting university in the country. Um, who is a, a university noted for its sporting prowess. Um, my sporting prowess is maybe not quite to the standard of a lot of other people there at that particular university. Um, and we had a, a sports day competition. The the, the hall of residence I lived in. Uh, there were two buildings, and we played one building against the other, doing various sporting competitions. And I took part in the welly wanging competition, and I wanged my welly further than anyone else, hmm. and got the victory for the building that I lived in. Um, now, but, well, yeah, so that's, that's that's sort of what happened.
0: Hmm. Now, you, I, I would imagine, I, I'm quite shocked that you won the welly wanging because I thought, so was I. Because I, would have, would would other students have been taking part in this who might have been
1: sports students? Yeah, but it's not as really, it's he's not, it's not really trained for a long time to wangle yeah, away. but Yeah, you know, there's going
0: to be students there who've got, who have got are particularly good at certain sports that involve a lot of kicking or leg stuff, whereas, you know, no offence for sure, your chosen sport is more arms. I mean, there's a bit of leg yeah. stuff involved, but uh, it's more arms, isn't it? If you said yeah. it was some sort of like shot puttle, although again, I don't think you would have won that um, being at London University and being probably shot putters there as well, maybe.
1: Yeah. No, I, I definitely wouldn't want won the shot put against some of the people who were competing in it, but... Well, there was a lot of other games going on. There was like a piggyback race. There was like a slip and slide thing. There was a who can drink four pints of milk the fastest, who can eat a dead fish and all this sort of stuff and what have you. So the, there were a lot of a lot of events that involved basically being sick. Um, so yeah, you took part, in the, you I, took I,
0: part I, in the one that didn't involve you being sick?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't Unless I didn't the welly
0: had sick in it.
1: No, it had wouldn't surprise surprised me yeah, I mean that was, it was a bit of a, it was it was quite strange at university. I mean, because you you didn't you never moved away to university, did you? No. Um, there was a bit of a strange culture at times at university where there was a bit of an obsession with drinking so much and doing various things that involved basically being, being sick. sick.
0: I, I did, I did. Yeah. Although I didn't move away and have that sort of experience, I did once go to an event, a university event, where one of the challenges was to eat so many pickled eggs or something. And uh, I don't like eggs anyway. I was sick, yeah. So yeah. sick did happen. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, they used, to have these, they used to have these university initiations as well that were involved at university where you're basically an older student, kind of got a fresher, and they used to have things like um, dogs and dog owners nights. So all the older students got to dress up as a dog owner, all the young students had to dress up as a dog um, and then just spend all day. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, I can, yeah. So are you dressed as a Cocker Spaniel
1: now then? Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not dressed as one of those hush puppy things with the <laughs> long hair, no.
0: Okay. Uh, right. So, what? What colour was the welly? I don't know what else to ask, really. Uh,
1: I think it was. I think it was green as opposed to that one that's black. It wasn't. It wasn't my welly, I didn't provide my own wellies. You, uh, I didn't have wellies at the time. Can you
0: remember how far you went?
1: Wasn't that far. I would su- su- suspect about sort of fifteen, twenty metres. It's quite difficult to actually get a decent bit of purchase on your on your wang. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was about fifteen twenty meters. I beat I beat a rugby player from the opposition team.
0: Do you, do you want to join? Uh, you, so you you beat a rugby. This is what I'm saying. I don't think you'd have actually beat a rugby player. So I'm already tempted towards the other one that was more of a quiz show answer because that's a lot hmm. more you. I know you well, and I think that's a lot more you. But I'm going to ask a bit more about that in a second, just to let you know though. Do you know what the world record is for the longest ever welly wang for men?
1: Um, for men, oh mm-hmm. yeah, big difference between men and women. Um, I'm assuming on flat ground. I'd say maybe oh, fifty meters. Sixty-three point nine eight meters. Sixty-three point nine eight meters for, for women. So, so, for women, forty um, something meters.
0: Yeah, forty point eight seven. What did you get? You reckon you got about twenty? About
1: fifteen to twenty yeah. so. Um, <laughs> say, it's a good job I didn't say it was about eighty meters, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I that'd, that'd definitely be, uh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, be uh, false yeah. Um, <sighs> so yeah, I it was it was a, I, I didn't particularly practice the welly bank because I didn't have any wellies until sort of going into the into the competition. I just there were four of us mm. uh, on each team. Two boys, two girls. And yeah, my, my welly went the furthest by probably about a metre, something like that. It was a We didn't have to get a tight measure out, but it wasn't a massive victory.
0: The uh, the Apparently the biggest virtual welly wang took place last year on the 4- 1st of August as well. So people had to upload them wanging wellies. Um, was that anything to do with Yorkshire Day? It was to do with Yorkshire Day, yeah. Mm. And 255 participants uh, entered. Was that all?
1: Hmm. If, I thought about getting involved in that. So it's, yeah, it's online with, though, it isn't it? Be... Yeah, you could have, yeah.
0: you could have, you could have smashed it as well. They might be. I suppose it'd be hard to prove though, doing it virtually, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, anyway, uh, okay. So let's ask about the other one. The, the, firstly, I'm going to ask you. So it was a quiz question that you buzzed in and answered with the word <laughs> Wellington. So what was the question? Uh,
1: the question was, uh, what is the most southerly capital city in the world?
0: Hmm. Uh, not Sure. Mm. Oh, it's Wellington, in it.
1: It's Wellington. Yeah, I <laughs> well, thought I buzzed in and said. Might not have been right, but yes, I correctly buzzed in and said
0: Wellington. Right. Okay. Um. So, and you, and what, tell me about this this event then. What was where was you at? Was it another students' union type thing?
1: No, this was. A, I was I was a working man at the time, Jim. But I was working in um, working in Manchester, and the, the company I worked for was sponsoring a quiz night, and we had to put a team in because we were the sponsors. Um. So I went a lot because people knew that I was quite partial to a, a quiz and they basically got nothing better to do in the evening at that particular point in, in my life so therefore i went along to it and, and participated
0: what was the question again oh. it was it was the the, the southernmost capital he said
1: the most the southernmost capital city in the world and
0: is that new zealand not is it no it's wellington no the country it's in it's in new, it's in new zealand yeah, yeah that's my fault yeah yeah okay mm. um so you don't have they don't have a, they don't have any sort of capital. Well, I mean they don't really determine boundaries and space to so the sort of South Pole.
1: In Antarctica, no, that's not countries. It? So it's just a, but
0: then yeah. the North Pole isn't it? They have like
1: well the North Pole is, but then North Pole's not not very southern, is it?
0: No, but I'm talking about don't they have a capital at the North? Pole?
1: No, I think think not the country, is it? Yeah, Lapland's, Lapland's the top top of Finland, basically. Yeah. Okay, is it different from the North Pole?
0: Yeah. All right then. So, so but, that was your and who who did you win the, the, the you got the question right but did you win the actual quiz?
1: Um, I don't know if we won the quiz or not. In all it, it was a tiebreak. It was did.
0: a tiebreak, and you had to go outside and do some welly wanging to decide who was yeah. the, the <laughs> yeah. ultimate winner.
1: So you can launch their welly the furthest down Dean's Gate in Manchester. Um, so yeah, I, I, did we win? I don't. I, I can't remember. We might have done um so, yeah I, yeah i don't know
0: I can't remember your team name or anything like that
1: i think the team name was just named after the company that we worked for. it was various companies basically were putting a team in saying ah, Oh i'm
0: guessing I this come- i'm guessing this was on your dinner hour as well because you weren't going to go out after afterwards and enjoy yourself too much It yeah. broke up a little bit at the minute fisher so while we wait for you to come back, back i'm going to gonna, make sense to me oh You've just caught up really quickly. What, what you've gone really slow. Like I'm going to ponder. Just okay. let's just have a second for me to ponder over the possible answers while uh, we we see if you catch up. You seem to be okay at the minute. So number one, yeah, uh, you won a wellie competition. Number two, you was at a com- mm. you was at a game doing a sort of quiz and Wellington was the answer that you gave in the quiz. I'm going to go back to my earlier thoughts about this and think. You know what? I don't think you'd have been as good as you might be at Wellywanging. I don't think you would have been the best at Loughborough University. Even welly-wanging um, not isn't,
1: isn't a sport. Yeah, it's not all of the university. It was just the, the 150 people who lived in our Hall of Residence, two buildings, one building was about 70-odd people against the other one of 70-odd people, and we each put in a team of four for the welly-wanging, which I would. Mm. So well, it's not, you know the, the, don't get me wrong, in other halls of residence, there could be some amazing welly-wangers in there, but... Didn't compete against them, just against seven others. But nonetheless, (laughs) that is as good a sporting achievement as I managed whilst at university.
0: Yeah, um, still though, 150 people. I I just don't think, yeah, I'm going to go with a quiz one, I think.
1: You think that I went up to the front and used a buzzer in a quiz? Yes. As opposed to welly wanging? Yes. Uh, You'd be right, well done. (laughs) Have you ever had a go at welly wanging? Did the event actually exist that you did? No, but the sports day did, but Welly Wangin wasn't part of of the sports day, or that I'm aware of anyway. So I you could say you would, have, you would
0: have won it, had it have been.
1: No, probably not. I mean, I think, again, <laughs> the, some of the sporting pedigree of some of the people I went to university with, I, I would have had no chance. But yeah, I was stood at the front on a quiz. Uh, it was hosted by a professional quiz company called Quiz Quiz Quiz. And have you ever watched the programme Only Connect? No. On BBC Two. it's a, It's a stupidly difficult quiz programme. The head question setter on that was the quiz master so it was properly professionally done and there were some there were some amazing rounds that were really quite unusual and quite difficult and one of the rounds involved groups of people going up to the front with a buzzer uh, all being given buzzers and you could buzz in and give your answer and get try and get a point for your team mm. which i did and the question was I th- I, there was probably a bit more to the question actually because he gave the preamble i buzzed in quite early because the preamble was Reykjavik is the most northern capital city in the world, which is the most southern mm. <laughs> Wellington. I was in there straight away.
0: Well, well done. Uh, that's good to good to know that no. you, you you know you know your own. No, yeah,
1: not well done, Wellington.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, have you have you had? Did, did, so you're good in your capital cities, are you?
1: Uh, I think so. This may form part of a quiz, sort of, in a future episode, I should, perhaps. I really should have. Knows. I
0: really should have tested you, shouldn't I, on on this? What's mm. the capital of Peru? Lima. That's an animal. Yeah. Uh what's the capital of Peru? Lima. Oh, yeah, that's good. What's the capital of um the the uh, of Congo?
1: Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't know unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh it's it's kin, Kinsha. kin, kin, Kinshasa. Yeah. What's the capital Ma- of um of Oz? Of oh, sorry?
1: Oz. Do you mean Australia? No. Oz. Oz? Is in the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's Munchkinland.
0: You don't know enough, Fisher. You need to work on this. No. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're moving on? Let's move on. So, the last time we podcasted, we did a, a stupid quiz, really, about the headlines uh, that the Sunday sport have used in the past, because it, uh-huh. it and it were quite, I, I were in stitches at one bit when we were talking in particular about a Jeremy Corbyn sex dwarf, uh, uh-huh. so, and that was kind of part one, because I, I obviously, I only put, you know, I, I realised there was quite a lot of these, so I thought I'd stretch it over two episodes, so this is part two, and I'm not going to do any more after today, but I thought we'd do another set of Sunday sports headlines, Okay. We're going to be doing Sunday sport headlines. We did some in the last episode and the ridiculous headlines that the Sunday sport have had over the years. And basically, Fisher's got to try and complete the headline, um, which is quite a challenge. I've given you a couple of options, though, for each one. Okay, so Sunday sport headlines, part two, the quiz. Are you ready? Number one, then. So these are real headlines from the Sunday sport. I can't guarantee they're actually true stories, but they are real headlines. Okay, are you ready? So number Mm -hmm. one, then. And we're back on the sex dwarves. Um if you remember last time there was a um this this wasn't the sex dwarf, but there was a there was a sex worker who looked like Barry Chuckle, wasn't there? And one of their um mm. one of or they were a stripper or something, one of their special things you could pay for was a sex act called To Me To You and I remember that had I me in stitches quite a lot last time. Not the sex act, of course, the story of sex act. But anyway, uh, let's move on. So number one then, of the quiz of the part two of Sunday Sport Headlines is number one, Boris Johnson's sex dwarf. And what's the, the next bit? A, drowns in a giant trifle, or B, falls to death from a totem?
1: <sighs> It'd be, well, they both quite sad, aren't they? I mean, falls to death from a totem, pole or um, or drowns in a giant, I mean, surely they someone rescue him from a trifle, do you know?
0: Well, he, he, he um, drowned, so... Yeah, probably not, uh. <laughs> If they um, rescued him, it was too late. I don't know what of yeah. trifle it was, either.
1: Hmm. Um, well, neither are not. Maybe was it was at Boris Johnson's wedding. Maybe, we we'll, we'll touch on that later on, obviously, I mean, <laughs> that's if, if he's still married. Um, I'd say that I'd say he might have drowned in a trifle. So you don't think he fell to death from a totem pole? Which are
0: these Mexican things, aren't they? Are they like Aztec?
1: Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I know you can do the human totem pole where they jump on top of each other and sit on each other's shoulders, kind of thing. Hmm. We've seen that before. So you're going with uh, a yeah, trifle? Drowned in a trifle.
0: Congratulations, yeah, and we're not celebrating the fact that a Boris Johnson sex dwarf uh, drowned in a trifle, but uh, that, we're celebrating the fact that you got the right hand. Uh, number two then, I was so proud, and by the way, I just, I need to put a warning on this, because it's like, and uh, we're not technically like, you know, mainstream media or anything, so we don't really have to be ultra careful about swearing the content and so on, but if there are any youngsters or listening or anyone with youngsters in the background, uh, some of this might get a bit rude, so um, just watch it. <laughs> Turn the volume a bit down or something. Anyway, uh, number two, I was proud to strap twenty-seven loom bands around my willy. Then, A, I passed out in my garden, or B, my bell end burst.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <sighs> well, I, I can't imagine. This is, by the way, just for anyone who's just tuning in now because our audio cut off earlier. This is Sunday Sport Headlines. This isn't my show and tell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't sound like a very clever thing to do. Putting loom bands on your on your nages, does it really? <laughs> so I'm going to say it's. Um, I'm going to say that it's. Yeah, I think it might have been that his end burst. Yeah. There we go.
0: Number three, we're back on the sex dwarves. Uh, Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf: A. Eaten by badgers, or B. Drops a hot stew and
1: loses three toes. You know how many, se- how many sort of famous sex dwarfs are? I mean, the, I don't quite.
0: This is what I was thinking. Like, you know, do do if, if, if you know you've made it? Is it when when you've got your own sex? dwarf yeah. Like that represents you as a lookalike, not not a dwarf. You
1: personally use mm. for you know. Could be an interesting feature of the hundredth episode, Jimbo. <laughs> New bit of merchandise that we've got. Um, so what was options? He dropped a stew on his to- dropped a stew on his foot and damaged three toes. Lost or three he- toes. Lost three toes. Or, or he was
0: he- eaten by badgers.
1: Eaten by badgers. I mean, I don't think either of those are particularly that plausible. But yeah, I think he might have been eaten by some badgers.
0: Think so? Three out of well, three. No, fish but it. yes. Yeah, uh, because the, because the, the Jeremy Corbyn one was eaten by otters, weren't he If you remember that, of course, um, yeah. Because he, he was he had a boat in, didn't he? Or got mm. tipped over and he's capsized his boat and was found mm. to have otters have been nibbling on him. Anyway, next then, number four. Um, Ed Miliband look like is A, Britain's sex hard... Brit- sex <laughs> Not a Sex Dwarf this time. Either A, Britain's hardest bouncer, or B, Britain's oldest gymnast.
1: Um, again, neither of those are particularly, definitely plausible, but I don't know. I, I, I think maybe, I think it makes sense possibly being a bouncer, because you wouldn't particularly associate Ed Miliband with being a bouncer, would you? I mean, just in general, I mean... Or so goes like, uh, I'm sorry, you can't come into this pub. It's very, you know, you're not allowed in here. Um, it's, it's not really very intimidating. So I'm, I'm going to say it might be a bouncer.
0: And you would be correct.
1: Um, if you want
0: to check this for yourself, have a look. Uh, just put Ed Miliband bounce into mm-hmm. your web browser or whatever and, do, and have yeah. a look at the pictures. Because some of these are really scary lookalikes as well. They, they, like, they do look like them. A lot. And I don't, I don't know if the images have been doctored or but they look like them a lot. No, it does look like
1: him, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not David, sure David Milliband? No, Ed Milliband. Well, no, but the bouncer's not just oh. David Miliband.
0: I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Next then. Why did this man shove A, 114 watts up his bottom, or B, feces up a school drain pad? That was <sighs> the headline. So why did this man shove either A, 114 watts up his bottom, or B, feces up a school drain pad?
1: I mean, I've never, I've never tried shoving... I've, I've never tried either of these.
0: No. But you would
1: have thought, trying to shove watsits so up your bottom quite difficult because they're quite crumbly, aren't
0: they? Yeah, but then again, probably easier than quavers.
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah, but surely you just end up basically putting some orange dust up your bottom. I would have thought. If it's what's it. so, I mean... I'm not wrong, am I? I mean... Um, compared to shoving faeces up a, a dry bag. Maybe mean, like... Not uh,
0: gravity? Maybe like French fries would have been a... <laughs> okay. New feature... What is the best crisp to shove up your bottom? <laughs>
1: yeah, you want monster munch with a sort of like the <laughs> how spiky they are. Um, I would store. Oh, all,
0: all, but but what about what about like um, prawn cocktail? Uh, skips. Skips. They sort of fizz on
1: your tongue though. But... Yeah, oh no. <laughs> um, oh dear. So uh, <laughs> why but why would you shove feces up a drain pipe at a school, school drain d- pipe? School drain pipe. But I think. Uh, no, I think it might be faeces up a drying pipe. I mean, think... I think what's it up be bottoms, a bit too important. Feeces, faeces up a drying pipe.
0: Thought you were going for the full house there, Fisher. No, um, apparently the reason he did it was because his mum... He was telling his mum about something he'd bought and she weren't interested and she went, oh, jokingly, she said, go and shove some what's in your ass or something. Huh. And he went home and did it. So, did you it. know, he, he, hmm. he might not have been right in hmm. the head or something, but... Uh, Anyway, he, but why did he go and speak to the paper about it? <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, number seven: a Newcastle fan, a eats a fried Sunderland shirt for breakfast, or b bummed to death by a zebra.
1: There's quite a lot of bumming involved in this particular quiz, isn't there? I mean, well,
0: I, don't, I think that's the first
1: one. Kind of things going up and up in, in the bottom or what have you? Yeah. Um, I suppose that's probably typical Sunday sport stuff, isn't it? Is that, um, is it?
0: So this is a Sunday sport, is it now? This this kind of stuff? Yeah,
1: I'd, I'd be, well, it could be. Um, <laughs> so eats a fried Sunderland shirt. I mean, doesn't make much sense, does it? Or bummed to death by a zebra? <sighs> can't be, can't be. He's eating the Sunderland shirt. I mean, surely if he was killed by a zebra, being it's more of a tragic story. So I'm, I'm saying, he eats the Sunderland shirt, fries it.
0: No. Nope. Uh yeah he he was basically on a safari wearing his Newcastle shirt, and he mooned a zebra, mooned a zebra, and he mm-hmm. met his his end after that basically.
1: Mm-hmm. He the, so he met the, he ze- met the zebra's end, right? Really.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Well, I mean, I suppose mm-hmm. I wouldn't say serves him right, but it's still quite harsher punishment mooning a yeah. zebra. So maybe not. But anyway, number eight. This is a good one. Matt Hancock. So, like, colon, this is like a quote from Matt Hancock. Matt Hancock. Yeah. Stop calling me A, Matt Wankcock, or B, Matt
1: Stankcock. Yeah, stank. I would have thought, I thought Wankcock would be the more obvious than Stankcock. I mean, neither would be good names. Did you see, I mean, we, we might touch on this later on, um, that when Dominic Cummings was given his um, speech, well, was being interviewed by the Commons Select Committee last week, he kept referring to Matt Hancock as just simply Hancock. So it very much <laughs> Which is the that, impression like a, that, is he that like didn't a
0: superhero like or something like that?
1: I don't know. Just it gave the impression that he didn't particularly like him that much because he refused to refer to him. And I'm sure I've heard it before that it really annoys Matt Hancock, the yeah. fact that Dominic Cummings just referred to him as Hancock. <laughs> um, so I think it might be, don't call me Matt Wankcock. Well done.
0: Yeah, and the story was that apparently he gets like other ministers basically yeah, call him names and stuff. It's hard hmm. to imagine why. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> number nine. I didn't know, and this is a, again a quote from somebody speaking to the Sunday Sport. Them turning the quote into a headline. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, number nine. I didn't know a dogs couldn't drive cars, or b sex with roadkill was illegal.
1: Check mean, yeah, the both a bit. Um, yeah, dogs can drive sex wrong. Surely everyone knows that sex with roadkill is illegal. I mean, I did look in thought. all in all honesty. In, I
0: didn't. I didn't know it was illegal, um, hmm. but it's never crossed my mind to even consider whether it was legal or not until I read this yeah. story. Uh,
1: and dogs driving cars surely is a bit of a given that you shouldn't ask a dog to drive a car. Albeit, yeah, you never know. I think that I think it must be the sex with roadkill. Sadly,
0: correct. Well done. uh one i did I, I missed one out so I missed number five out, so I must have just sort of skipped that one, but you didn't notice either Fisher so uh next well, I, got, uh, I got a piece of paper on here this man will a steal your socks or b sniff your bike seat
1: hmm well, the sniffy socks presumably is a bit of a strange thing to do in general that's where the steal your socks sorry, ste- stealing steal your socks sorry um it's not the worst crime in the world I mean it depends on what else he's doing if he's. Probably stealing your knickers is probably a slightly more, you know, seedy crime. It's a bit more Sunday sport-like. As we're sniffing your bike seat, suggests that he's trying to sniff something that someone's bum's touched, which is probably a bit more on brand with what we're doing. So I'm going to say it is the sniff your sniff your bike seat.
0: Sniff your bike seat. You are correct. Sniff your bike yeah. seat. So somebody had to be. I think I think they ended up being warned by the police or something for basically uh, going round, and every time somebody dismounted their bike uh, in a certain area, they mm-hmm. were, yeah, trying to sniff the bike seat. Unusual. Mm-hmm. Last one, then. Um, number 10. Find the bastard who, A, stuffed carrots up my exhaust pipe, or B, shat down my chimney.
1: Um, stuffed carrots. Stuffing carrots in the exhaust. I mean, I'm assuming you mean on the car when you say exhaust pipe, as a guess.
0: I I imagine so, yeah. That's that's just yeah. the the headline, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or shat down my chimney. I mean... Could it have been Dick Dyke? Yeah. I mean, it's a hell of a service for Chimney Sweep to give that, isn't it? I mean... I suppose you're, fair, all to you're clean asking, it, though, aren't you? Not, not mucky it, yeah. Well, perhaps it needs to be mucky before you can clean it. Exactly, know.
0: Yeah. Earn more money that way. Business. Yeah. Your, your chimney needs cleaning, sir. So.
1: Yeah. Why? I'm just shattering it. Um, <laughs> I think I think it must be the sh- shatting in the chimney. Surely can't be can't be shoving carrots in your exhaust pipe. That's not that much of a big story, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I sorry, I was just reading our comments, and uh, Gary says that uh, someone's commented on our, on our. Now they can hear, of course. They said that uh, uh, you know you you don't want any sort of for the crisp. We we, we start talking about what crisps are best to shove up your arse. <laughs> if you if you're going to do it which ones or which ones to avoid hmm. apparently you need to avoid the flaming hot or chilli flavour ones as well <laughs> we didn't even think about that did we we were too busy thinking yeah. about the shapes <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't know that gary <laughs> yeah so I mean, did you decide by the way what the last answer is going to be
1: uh, i said the shitting in the chimney
0: shitting in the chimney okay all done uh, correct so you can Keep it between there you go, um, that was part two, uh, I'll probably not stretch it out to, to to part three, but those are some funny headlines, and yeah, it, you know, I'll know when I've made it, when I get my own uh, celebrity sex dwarf, Yeah, to fingers represent, crossed. To, to be my lookalike, rather than anything else. Uh, yeah,
1: how tall are you Jimbo, you could probably be your own celebrity sex dwarf, wouldn't
0: you? Or I could be somebody else's, if you can find it, someone <laughs> I could be the, the uh, do I look like, is there any cele- I used to get called Leighton Hewitt every now and again, Leighton Hewitt, Layton Hewitt, Uh, Layton-Hewitt. Layton-Hewitt, uh I don't know. The no. Answers, um, get your answers in. Wh- who, which celebrity could I be the sex dwarf lookalike for?
1: Hmm. So, yeah, smile Can at the camera, Jim, try and get yourself looking good. If there's
0: anyone yeah. I'd like to know. Yeah. Okay, shall we move on? Uh, yeah, let's move on. We've got a little bit of an advertisement, uh, Fisher, for our 100th episode. Are you ready? Yep. Get your Waste of Webspace 100th episode merchandise and celebration decorations today, just in time for our big century episode in a few weeks. We have Waste of Webspace bunting and balloons, well they were left over from VE Day but anyway. Get yourself some rare collectible merchandise such as a Chris Fisher William Shakespeare wig or a lovely bottle of Jimbo's homebrew pale ale perfect for cleaning your sinks and toilets with. Jimbo's still got Fisher's belongings that he stole for a show and tell episode last summer Available now for a small fee. Do you want to look as stylish as Fisher? Well, we've got a fantastic range of Victoria Fisher wear available now. We've also got Waste of Webspace branded earplugs, so you can pop them in each time Jimbo plays his intro parody song, or even better, just leave them in for the rest of the episode. Join us for our 100th episode celebration, celebrating the fact we've now done more episodes than we've actually got listeners. Okay, so uh, Fisher, um, what what's going on in the news? I mean, we've been away a few weeks, haven't we? So hold on, we might have got some, uh, <laughs> we might have got some responses here for which <laughs> for which which celebrity I could be the sex dwarf for? <laughs> should, we, should we scrap the rest of the episode and just talk about what Chris to shove up your bum and what celebrity sex dwarf I could be? At <laughs> yeah.
1: last, we got interaction with people.
0: Yeah, and it took it, it took all this, and we, we and we were silent for most of the episode. Here we go. So. Possible answers: the Aussie. Oh yeah. Uh, so the Elephant Man. It's very nice of you. Thanks, Leanne. Or Antor Deck. Um, I think I know me. Antor Deck. Yeah, Antor Deck. I used to get called. Uh, I used to get called. Said I, I. was told that I looked like or had similar. Uh, what do you call it? Like expressions as as deck. Mm. Uh, but Leanne, who I used to work with, didn't know which was which, so she just used to call me Antor Deck. Um, so there you go. So that's good suggestions. Um, I keep keep them coming. Uh, elephant Man's a bit cruel. Yeah, not even for that, is <laughs> I'm only um, joking. I can take it. Anyway, what, I give it, I give it as well.
1: Anyway. What's been going on? What's been going on? Uh, yeah, what's Ryan been going Giggs on? is due to appear in court. Have you seen that? Yes. Uh, he's accused of controlling and coercive behaviour and is being told that he's meant to appear in court on the 24th of January next year. Uh, he told the judge that he didn't want to do that and can appear on the 26th of January instead because oh. that's just a bit better for him.
0: It's a bit controlling, isn't it? Yeah, what's wrong with him. Well, he's, uh, he's 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 come downhill a little bit, has he? He's he's like um, he, he he was like he used to be sort of Mister Nice Guy, didn't he? Not you know, obviously mm-hmm. before before the whole uh, brothers wife thing. Um, yeah. I wonder if Roddy Giggs will do a new advert, a new Paddy Power advert about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't remember it was it was all thing about. Well, I don't know if we can talk about it, but it was it was alleged. Uh, actually, hang on, I've got to be careful what I say. Here. The, a few years ago, there was a various stories about super injunctions and. We're not saying Ryan Giggs had one, but there just happened to be a lot of news stories talking about super injunctions. It just happened to be printed next to pictures of Ryan Giggs, <laughs> is what we can say. Um, and I think we can also possibly say that it was named in Parliament as ha- um, having a super injunction. Right. But we can't... We're well, not saying he did. We're saying he re- was named in Parliament as having one. Yeah, I do remember this.
0: Um, but yeah, he's uh, if he'd have chosen to play for England, maybe all would be forgiven exactly exactly uh anyway
1: talking about forgiving people What about dr christian jesson from embarrassing bodies
0: yeah has he got into a bit of, sort of like a bit he's been in some sort of court case hasn't he
1: he has alongside arlene foster from dup he tweeted allegedly tweeted well i did tweet now allegedly about it uh saying that she was he'd heard rumors about her having an affair with someone uh, that apparently were completely and utterly untrue uh he was fined about one hundred twenty-five thousand pounds and by the sounds of it, he's set up a crowdfunding page to try and fund his appeal. He's asked people to um, just step in and give him a few pounds to to assist. I but, mean, he but said wasn't
0: that... he the one that did something silly by saying something
1: that or that wasn't true with no evidence or I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, I always think that if I. If I get given a prison sentence for a few years, I might just kind of go out there and everyone decide, <laughs> tell you what, can you all just serve, serve one day of the prison sentence for me just to make sure I don't have to do it, if that's all right. I mean, I'm sort of assuming he probably gets paid quite a lot for being a TV doctor. Um, you know, he's got a new series coming up, though, called Embarrassing Tweets.
0: Oh, um, no, okay, He's yeah.
1: going to talk to people about how to, how to use social media appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's getting fined quite a large amount of money. And, you yeah, it seems to be. Asking other people whether they if, can uh, sort of foot the bill for it.
0: If Doctor Christian Jessen is listening, um, could you tell us which is which is the safest crisp to shove up mm. your bottom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which one would you get away with uh, with, with with least injuries as possible? Uh, not for us to try it, but just 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 out of interest, I suppose just to know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, what else has been going on, Jimba?
0: Well, uh, we've got the uh, with the well Boris Johnson. We spoke to you about it earlier on, didn't we? But he's uh, he, he well he was busy, weren't he? Mm. he had a lot going on, didn't yeah, he? Been
1: a busy week for him. Uh, criticised by Dominic Cummings, said that uh, he was basically uh, unfit to be prime minister. He was like a shopping trolley he got a broken wheel, and was just bashing off the sides of the aisles. Um, he also said that. I'm trying to think, what else he said about? it? He, well, he, he said about also criticised him for missing the uh, early
0: Cobra meetings. Uh, basically yeah. not taking the pandemic seriously enough from the start, not really having a, a pandemic plan in place. Mm. Uh, he says there wasn't a, yeah. a plan in place, or they said there was, but there wasn't, it turned out to be. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: there was a suggestion that he missed various COVID meetings because he was trying to do a biography of William Shakespeare. Um, oh, about you, did, about you? Yeah, he didn't get in touch with me, though, so I, I thought something <laughs> got rid of that rumour. um. It was also suggested, I think it was criticised for the manner a few years ago in which he referred to Muslim women as being like post boxes and um, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then on Saturday decided to get married. Oh, yeah. So, all sorts, yeah. <laughs> so that, that that moves away any negative press uh, comments that he might have because he decided to get married, so good on him. Also, it was interesting that he... Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, he got, he got married in a Catholic church, which is quite unusual because it's not... Very common for divorcees to get married in a Catholic church. Uh, But they said that because his previous marriages hadn't been in a Catholic church, they didn't recognise the marriage, which is quite good because Boris didn't recognise them at the time either. So, (laughs) oh good, it matters in okay. So yeah, yeah, he's he's married for a third time to Carrie Simmons, who now becomes uh, Carrie Johnson, which makes it sound like that she's going to be basically walking around. Boris Johnson. Yeah, or just, I think... Someone says she probably does anyway. yeah. Isn't Johnson slang for you know penis in um, in America or or is it yes. the UK?
0: It, yeah, I think it might be an American thing. They sometimes say yeah. Johnson. I remember it from uh, from Austin Powers films. You know, when the plane flying over, it looks like a giant giant, and then the Johnson, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. You, you might, I think it might be an American thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, a name is going to be Carrie Johnson, which yeah makes it sound like she's going to be out all of the place. it, replies,
0: it, it is it is interesting with the Dominic Cummings things because he he was pretty much public enemy number 1 and mm. um but he's he's kind of come out saying everything and it, obviously he's a spin doctor so like mm. he, he could just be doing his, he could just be he could just be doing exactly that but it is all the sort of stuff that they would sort of alleged about the government in the first place isn't mm. it when there were leaks yeah. about what was not going right and what was not so it, then you start to, well who was doing the leaks then if uh, I don't know. It's, hmm. it's an interesting one, uh, but maybe maybe there was a pandemic plan, and uh, maybe uh, Dominic Cummings just couldn't read it, He'd gone and tested yeah. his eyes that day or something. I'm not sure, uh, but no. I mean, it does it does sound like the whole thing is well, what we all sort of saw at the start of the pandemic was just complete, and utter chaos and hmm. pretty bad leadership, wasn't it really?
1: Uh, does he only on? do only on? Board, did you watch the um, sort of um, interview or whatever you like his appearance in front of the select committee at all? Did you see it? I didn't. I saw little clips of it. Does he only own one shirt? Because he was wearing the same white <laughs> shirt that he was wearing when he was sat in the Rose Garden behind that table apologising for going to Barnard Castle and Durham in the first place. Maybe he? he's
0: not real. Maybe he's just like an action man or something. It's just, just yeah. it's just sort of plastic thing. Like, it could be a robot
1: for all we know. Could be. But yeah. a robot would have no human emotions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. There we go. <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, also, I have seen that uh, Piers Morgan is spending less time on Twitter at the moment uh, because he spent a few days off and said, it's full but, of god awful unhinged I, people. Well, I, I might spend uh, more time on there now then. Yeah, sorry. I mean, a bit ironic. Piers Morgan complaining about god awful unhinged people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He also,
0: he also he, yeah, he criticised the uh, tennis, the young tennis player, didn't he, hmm. for um, for not for basically not not speak, refusing to speak to the media because she didn't want to answer the questions that they put to her. Um, hmm. But of course, can you remember what happened last time Piers Morgan was on TV?
1: Uh, yeah, someone asked him a difficult question. He walked off, did he? <laughs> yeah, so, he? did, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of everything. I mean, but, to be fair, Piers Morgan's not appeared in the French Open tennis tournament either. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, is not it? We all win. So, yeah. anyway. All for now? Uh, Pretty much. I mean, the only thing I think of is that Max Mosley died the other day. Of course. And he was a noted privacy campaigner. And if you remember, there was a... New story about him a few years ago suggesting that he'd appeared in Nazi themed orgies and it was like in the news of the world and what have you. And I think that was partly sort of like some, it was involved in sort of having his phone hacked potentially as well. Um, and he kind of, he, he, he rigorously defended the story. And I think, things his excuse was that it had been involved in orgies, but they weren't Nazi themed. So it was unfair to say it was involved in a Nazi themed orgy. It was just a, a normal orgy that it was in. You know, with presumably someone who <laughs> whipped him and the door, all sort of stuff, but there's no Nazi undertones to it. Um, and it's sort of sad when I when I heard the news about him dying on the radio. It said on it, uh, Max Mosley has sadly passed away. He was president of the Formula One, uh, of Formula One for a number of years, and alongside Bernie Eccleston helped to kind of get the Formula One to where it is today. It uh, was also a well known privacy campaigner and fought for the rights to sort of uh be anonymous and have a private life um he's well known because uh the news of the world once alleged that he was involved in nazi themed orgies. he thought well he's not done a very good job of uh campaigning for privacy has he even on his death straight away they mentioned the uh the nazi themed orgies that he didn't by sounds it, didn't get involved in oh. um but that sort of tickled me quite a bit anyway uh good stuff shall we move on yes Yes, no problem. Uh, Sorry, I'm just hearing that these Nazi-themed orgies, apparently they shove some crisps up each bottom, <laughs> is what I'm hearing. But so. what were they? What were the crisps? Oh, no-one knows, no-one knows. It was one of those massive German sausages, probably. Isn't <laughs> so,
0: this this next quiz I've been looking forward to for quite some time, Fisher, because sure. uh, I think okay. you, you mentioned this to me a while ago and as an idea you had for a quiz, and I thought, that's a really good idea. And then you kind of didn't do it for a while, and and, and now's the time, isn't it? Episode 99. Uh, I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, so we get... uh, I I seem to get quite a lot of these adverts popping up on Facebook for something called Memo, or Memo, I'm not sure what it's called, but you can basically get celebrities to record video messages for people um, around their birthday or special occasion and all that sort of stuff. And indeed, I believe you possibly once had a video message for you. Is that correct?
0: No, no. I I was the uh, I did a, I did a video for Ant uh, for Deck. Sorry, uh, yeah. as as his celebrity sex dwarf, of course. No, no. I did. I got a birthday message from Wagner off the X Factor, uh, yeah. which was very unusual. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I should have prepared and got it ready to show you, but uh, I I can't. I don't know where it went and what happened to it. But it was it was very unusual.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing it, and at the time thinking it was. In fact, I might have been on holiday at the time. I, I seem to recall actually recorded a video message and sent it on to you, saying basically the same thing that he said, but just from <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, me and. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, so yes, well, um, a memory of a wonderful, uh, wonderful moment in your life, <laughs> no doubt. Just. What You Wanted, Wagner from the X Factor, You've probably been on the X Factor like five years there's ago.
0: There's a few of these sites, so, and it's, they've kind of picked up even more because of COVID, and obviously there's a lot of celebrities mm. with no work, or ha- who had yeah. no work, because obviously mm. they'd stopped filming and stopped doing everything, and you know, live TV had
1: kind of changed a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. It's me Sorry, I'm giving up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. So I, I believe Memo or Memo is more of an English bystand. Uh, it kind of jogged my memory a bit, because someone showed me a present that they got for their husband, which was from uh, Cameo. Yeah. Which is, I think more popular in America, but they got someone who'd been from, uh, a, an actor on Buffy, the vampire slayer. And just a general, uh, suggestion would be to say that, um, I would recommend trying to do, uh, trying to kind of get someone who's an actor because they are very good at it. You know, that kind of, um, they like the sound of their own voice and they're very successful, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I was quite impressed with it. It was a, a video that lasted about three and a half, four minutes, and it was actually pretty good. So I would highly recommend, if you get a chance, to kind of get someone who's a professional actor to uh, to do it. So there we go. So I've got various people on Nemo, and how much do they cost? It, we're doing the high, are we doing
0: higher or lower, or are we doing just an estimate?
1: Well, I'll do an estimate to start with, then okay. higher or lower. So first up, how much do you think it will cost for Wayne Lineker to do a message for you?
0: It depends if I have got blonde hair, big tits, uh-huh. uh, If then I might get it cheaper. Okay. Uh, but if not, um, generally, I think a mid-range price for Wayne Lineker, what, I'm going to say 40 quid.
1: Um, it's not 40 quid. It is higher than 40 pounds. It's 60 pounds, so you're not, you're not too far away. Oh, yeah.
0: I need to know what I'm going to get. Um, what do I need to get within, do you think? 10 pounds?
1: Uh, well, we're going to do higher or lower. Okay, It's just enough. for the first one. Um, so yeah £60 so you're a bit off but I've got a question about Wayne Lineker okay so what did Wayne Lineker do Uh, Wayne Lineker if you're not too familiar with him Gary Lineker's brother owns various bars a bit of a minor celebrity Uh, so what did Wayne Lineker do in 2006 is it he got fined it was fined uh, €3,000 for being intoxicated in a public place after the opening night of his Ibiza Ocean Beach Club he was found the next morning uh, sleeping on a bench uh, uh, surrounded by sick or having been sick on numerous occasions or did he get a two-year prison sentence for tax fraud?
0: Um, I See, I, I think it might be the second one, because I think he's too probably a for experience to... I mean, mm-hmm. it was obviously maybe in his earlier days when, when Beach Club opened. But I think before that, he'd had Linica's bars for years and stuff anyway. So I, I reckon it might be the second one, and it was something to do with tax fraud, and that's obviously one of the reasons he tends to be
1: not in this country as well. <laughs> Based on the beef, yeah. Um, you'd be right. He did apparently get a two-year prison sentence for tax fraud. So yeah, that's according to the website that I was I was reading. I didn't actually do sort of thorough research on the matter, but it alleged that he'd been given a, a two-year prison sentence for tax fraud. So uh, are you familiar with do, Big uh, do,
0: do, do Gary and uh, Wayne get on? Is there anything about that? Is there like a any sort There's, of? Does, do you? Have,
1: does, is there anything about whether they are? Uh, as far as I'm aware, they do. Um, I don't know for certain, but yes, I'm, I'm not aware of them not getting on. Okay. I think I th- I'm sure the odd picture has cropped up on Facebook of like. Maybe not Gary and Wayne together. Maybe Wayne and sort of Gary Lineker's kids and idea, but I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, so, are you familiar with Big Nasty at all?
0: Uh, he, yeah, he was on Big Brother, I think, weren't he, or something?
1: Um, not too sure. He's a on... kind of a grime artist, comedian, sure. sort of appears on a lot of panel shows and all that sort I'm of sure stuff.
0: I'm sure he, I mean, he was definitely on some sort of uh, reality TV show. I wanna, I want I wanna say it possibly was big brother, but then I think he's also appeared on lots of, sort
1: of like, you know, watch soccer AM a lot and things like that, and hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think he's probably appeared on that sort of stuff. So how much do you think, for big, nasty, higher or lower than Weinlenker, 60 pounds?
0: Um, big, nasty, higher. I want to say higher.
1: I'd uh, be wrong, it's lower. Oh. Please. <laughs> He's, he's
0: 45 pounds, apparently, Big Nasty. Okay. Um, so, by the way, Gary and Wayne Lineker uh, were as close as brothers can be and are now sim- uh, now slowly beginning to heal their rift. So they sounds like they had a rift at some stage. There you go. I don't know what go? it was about, but uh, there you go. So they did have a bit of a fallout. They're healing, apparently. Okay, that's good to That you. sounds like it could be about William and uh,
1: William and Harry, to be fair, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, next up, um, Big Nasty, 45 quid. So i am doing higher alone, but I've also got a couple of questions about some of the people as well. So, big nasty, which is true or false about him. He was a contestant on the Celebrity Bake Off, but was unwell on the final final day of filming. Therefore, Sandy Toksvig had to step in and replace him. Or, he appeared as a contestant on Celebrity Mastermind in 2018. He scored zero in the general <laughs> knowledge round. However, he did get a reasonable score in his special subject round, which was Manchester United.
0: Oh, I, see, I'm going to go with the second one because, I, like I said, I'm sure I have seen him on, um, like, Soccer AM, so I think he might be a football fan. And I'm pretty sure I might have seen some clips of his uh, appearance on Celebrity Mastermind, maybe, so I'm going to go with that.
1: Okay. Uh, you'd be wrong. Oh. It was Bake Off.
0: So he was replaced by someone who's already a baker?
1: Oh, well, she's not a baker, Sandy Toksvig. She, she just not? happens to present the programme. Or oh, she did. She'd left it, obviously, now Matt Lucas taking it. Oh, on. right, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's, he, he yeah, it was, it was, uneva- it was unwell for the final day of filming, so I'm not quite sure what that means, but Sandy Toxic came maybe, and replaced him on the, Maybe he ate too much cake. Maybe, who knows. So next up, Big Nasty was 45 quid. What about Neil Razor Ruddock, higher or lower? Oh,
0: I've met and had my photo with Neil Razor Ruddock and, uh, at Firth Park Working Men's Club, and, uh, he was quite, like, you, you know, like, when, t- you know, if someone puts their arm around you for a photo or, like, just to shake your hand away. He was very, very uh, tough, shall we say. Like, I felt like my spine mm-hmm. was going to break. Uh, grabbed me like that. I'm, you know, it, it was well, more like he wanted his Sorry, photo... Sorry, what was that, Jimba? It was more like he wanted his photo took with me than what I wanted it took with him. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, very interesting and uh, lively character, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, footballing legend as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say... More high, more expensive, big No, Uh,
1: no, be wrong. He's only he's only thirty five quid. Yeah. Thirty five pound for Razor Rudd. In in spite of him reaching the highs of you know performing at the um, Working Men's Club in First Park.
0: Well, he went to. Uh, I'm sure he was on some some big. Was he on Big Brother or something? So he must have been in the jungle.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he was. Um. And from the jungle to Love Island, Love Island's Jack Fincham, who won Love Island alongside Danny Dyer back in whatever year it was. Um, when did he win Love Island? I can't remember. 2018, 2019. But Jack from Jack and Danny. I much do you think for a, a, a Memo shout out from him? 35, uh, £35 for Razor Rullock, Is he higher I, or lower? I think, we're de- I
0: think we're definitely going higher here because I think that, that generation and the generation that the video is sent to the phone and stuff, maybe that's why mm-hmm. maybe some of the older ones are actually cost less because they're going to get less business because the people who maybe there might not be as many in that generation will have the, have it on. Yeah, I'm going to go okay. higher for Jack fin-
1: Uh You'd be correct. He's higher. He's
0: £65. He was a pen salesman, weren't he?
1: Yeah, saw so, yeah stationery saw so pens, saw so a pen. I've got a pen. Mm. They seem very excited about such things. It, but there we go. He, sold I, think he um, sold. I think
0: after he sold, he sold that business, didn't he? For a ballpoint figure of, can't quite remember anyway.
1: Ballpoint figure. It's been a ballpark figure, isn't it? That's
0: what I was trying to. Yeah, it,
1: yeah. Bit, yeah. But never mind. Uh, I think he, I think he actually <laughs> had his own range of stationery after that. Yeah. Uh, next up, Leslie Joseph. Higher or lower than Jack Fincham at sixty-five pounds? Who's Leslie Joseph? She was, she, 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 she was in Birds. of a Feather.
0: She was in Birds of a Feather. Oh, the dark-haired lady. Yeah. She's called got, got Josephine in it. No.
1: Um, I don't know. That would be that would be strange if her surname Joseph and the character called Josephine. All oh,
0: right. Okay. Let's have a look. <laughs> Birds of a Feather characters. They've had a bit of a fallout, apparently. I'd read. Have they? Yeah. Is it still going. Birds of a Feather. Just occasional
1: Dorian. I think he came back at one point. Dorian. Yeah.
0: Dorian. Yeah. She's a bit of a lively one, isn't she? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, so I'm gonna go less. I think.
1: Okay. Uh, and you'll be correct. Well done. <laughs> yep. So Leslie Joseph, forty pounds for Leslie Joseph. Well, I've got a question about Leslie Joseph. Is it Leslie Joseph once helped to fund a team who competed in the TV show series Robot Wars? Her son was on the team as a contestant, not a robot. <laughs> or Leslie Joseph's first TV appearance was in a TV program called The Bastard King. Oh,
0: her first TV appearance was in something called The Bastard King. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I, can't, I mean, i trying to think which... <laughs> I've just Googled, it, so it might be been easier to find out yeah. uh, now. Um, hmm. So I, I reckon it might be The Robot War.
1: You'd be wrong, it's Bastard King. <laughs> so next up, um, Leslie Joseph, £40. What about former X-Factor winner Matt Cardle? Oh, yeah, he's kind of gone off radar, hasn't he? Did he beat One Direction?
0: Possibly. And did he sing When We Collide? I believe of, uh, so, yeah. 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 Uh, Matt because he, he was like a, a builder or a plumber to start off with, weren't he, I
1: think? Decorator That's or something. A, yeah, painter and Decorator rings a bell, but um, I don't want to mm. make it sound too much like I'm a big fan of his.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, I reckon... I reckon... Oh, can Can, can, I, can I... I reckon there's not going to be much in this. But I'm going to go slightly more. I'm going to go more, and I reckon maybe around the 50, 50 mark.
1: Um, you'd be wrong. It's £25 lower. <laughs> £25 for an X Factor winner who beat, I think, beat One Direction. But then, at the same time, I suppose if he's getting, like, five or six of these a day, he's sort of doing all right, isn't he? But is he getting five or six of them a day? Who knows? I don't know.
0: Especially if he has to stop during his decorating and yeah. do it then. All done, lads. Just... Give me a second, just need is, to film this.
1: Is he still painting and decorating? I don't know. Mm. I once I once saw performing at well, I didn't I I didn't see him, but there's a pub that sometimes he used to go to that used to have singers on on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. And one time they had someone who'd been on the X Factor and a kind of I think not only did they got on the, the X Factor, I think they'd been sort of like a wild card actor had been brought back into the competition and he was basically just playing playing various sort of pubs and clubs around the York, South Yorkshire, West Yorkshire area kind of thing, by the sound of it. But, oh, you know, still doing it, still still performing, still getting a few quid now there, so good on him. So next up, um, Gillian McKeith. Oh,
0: right, okay. She's the one who uh, looks at your poo, is that right? And works out... Pretty much. ...what crisp you've been shoving up there. Uh... Yeah, she goes and pushes
1: it up a drainpipe at school,
0: apparently. <laughs> um, hmm. she, see, she was really... At one time, she, she became a bit of a... I don't know, a bit of a, an online sort of funny thing, didn't she? sort of, you know what I mean? Like, mm. a sort of com- comedy character. Is she still yeah. kind of that there in the thing now, though? Maybe. I, I reckon she's going to cost a bit more than Matt Cardell.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's a reasonable reasonable thing. So you think it's more? Yeah. So you'd be correct. Well done. £80. quite a lot, that, isn't it, really, for Gillian McKeith? Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't want to pay £80 for Gillian McKeith, but there we go. That's, that's just me. Some people probably would. Um, so got Again, I, suppose, I suppose
0: they also, you know, they might charge based on, you know, What well, I'm just simply thinking of the celebrity and what I know about them. They might actually be charging based on how good the videos actually are as well.
1: I suppose so. I can't imagine Gillian McKee would be that good. Though. I mean, as I say, I, one thing I would say is the person who did the cameo video that I saw as a professional actor. He was actually quite good. He got about, he got about three and a half, four minutes of it. And it was quite. Quite personal, quite entertaining.
0: At, at work, I was once, I don't know if I mentioned this in this podcast or not, but I was once in a meeting at work at the start of the pandemic, uh, obviously online, and somebody bought uh, or or paid for a goat to come to our Zoom meeting as part of our team meeting. It was a, oh. a local, it was a farm down south mm-hmm. who were trying to raise money to, you know, for looking after the animals because they were closed and everything. So it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. basically the way that they raised money was um, you had like a five minute Zoom with a goat.
1: Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, thanks for that. Now, I mean, I'd like to know whether
0: goat. I'd like to know whether the goat costs more or less than Sean Goater.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. Sean Goater is on Nemo, by the way. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think he's particularly very expensive, but he is, he is on, on so, Nemo. So
0: the question is then is is it more expensive to hire a goat for? Yeah,
1: you need to find out from your colleague how much they paid for the goat. And, he's, um, he's left. Wait, it was a goat or the colleague? The, the, <laughs> the is, colleague. Can, can, can you get in contact with him? Well, her. we don't
0: work together anymore, do we? I mean, we've never worked together technically because of the pandemic, so I suppose it would just oh. be easy just making a Zoom call again. But the, you might the goat might yeah. be there. Goat for oh. the Zoom call. You carry on, Fisher.
1: Anyway, so Gillian McKeith, is, what, what, which of these is true, is it in 2007 she agreed with the Advertising Standards Agency to stop using the title Doctor as she had no accredited qualifications? Or is it in 2009 she was given compensation of £5,000 after Martin Crawley, 43, of Chingford, who also had to pay a £240 victim surcharge, had posted her a piece of poo every week for 43 weeks and asked her to analyse his stool sample.
0: <laughs> Just Oh, I think it's, it's going to be the second one, as mad as that sounds. I think it's the second one.
1: Nah, I made that up. It's the first <sighs> one. Um, you, you, you want to lick the envelope on that, would you? I? No. Um, uh,
0: just to let you know, Sean Goethe is. I don't know if it's not going to ruin your quiz. This is it. No, no. Sean Goethe, forty pounds on memo, memo, and yeah. a goat from a farm, five pounds. So the goat is cheap. Really? Is that
1: all? Sorry, right, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, next up, um, we've got Gillian McKeith, eight pounds. How much for John Thompson? Oh from yeah, cold feet.
0: Well, he's 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 still quite a big name actor, really. Like, he he tends to be in quite a few stuff, doesn't he? I always used to not not so much these days, but I always used to get him uh, when I was younger. Him and Toby Foster I found them to be very similar when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I reckon it's uh, I I think I think. So what did you say for the last one again?
1: Julia McKeef was eighty pounds. John Thompson. Mm,
0: see, I think that's overpriced for Gillian McKeefe. So I think that. I think John Thompson would again, with him being an actor, probably going to be better at his videos as well. I would say that he should be more than Jilly, but Jilly McAfee is overpriced. So therefore, I'll say that John Thompson is reasonably priced and is probably around sixty to seventy pound. So therefore, less. Uh,
1: you're right, is less, but he's only fifty pounds, John Thompson. You can up your price prices, John Thompson. Yeah, we pay for it. Uh, next up, uh, Elton Elton John tribute act. Steve Hollington, he's an Elton John tribute. Apparently, I'm not sure if he tributes to anyone else. So he looks a bit like, I think he just looks a bit like Elton.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about paying for the whole idea. Is that you get the actual celebrity to do it, don't you? Really, a tribute. Yeah. One. Um, there's quite a
1: few Donald Trump tributes and various other impressionists there. Yeah, there's, there's always vary. been a Keith
0: Lemon one as well. Like, hmm. All right, I, so I'm gonna say. Maybe maybe Elton John well Elton John won't be on so for that reason he's quite expensive so let's say more expensive.
1: Uh, you'd be right. It's one hundred and thirty five pounds.
0: That's crazy. I don't
1: know it's. Uh, I've. I'm. I have i i would not be too fussed about one hundred and thirty five. I mean, go watch Elton John in concert for Chilly sure, all. Mm. You would have thought. Oh, you can. But just, you
0: know, A great, obviously a great one of the great British uh, icons. Um, when it comes to, you know, things like music and theatre and stuff like that, Elton John, as well as pop music and so on. You know, you don't need to pay that when you can just tune into us and we've got William Shakespeare right here.
1: Exactly, yeah. I'm doing quizzes, showing the Wellington boots, all that sort of stuff. Next up, uh, Barry Chuckle. Oh. What do you think? Barry?
0: Yeah. Barry, uh, can can I just, uh, Barry's, Barry's,
1: Barry, you've got this mixed up. What you mean? Barry's gone. Oh, man, yeah, go on. <laughs> you, yeah, you've not fallen for that. Yeah, Barry, <laughs> Barry, 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 you can't. Yeah, you can't hire Barry Chuckles. Dead, unfortunately. No, Barry... uh, what about Paul Chuckles?
0: What about Barry Chuckles? Uh, what do you call it? Stripper lookalike who charges right. yeah. a, an extra fee for a, a sex move called "To Me, To You."
1: Yeah, I was, I was no. wondering whether you would get to get know whether Barry Chuckles sadly passed away. Oh. So Paul Chuckles,
0: right? Okay, Paul Chuckle. Yeah, uh, I know my Chuckles. Yeah. I know my Chuckle brothers. So, all right then. So, I mean, obviously they would have got more if they were both together because they probably would have done that video in the past together. I imagine mm-hmm. made a fortune. Um, so I reckon Paul Chuckle is still going to be up there. I reckon quite expensive. I'm going to say... I might say... I go £100, you know. £100, so higher.
1: Um, no, it's only 45 quid for really Paul like? Chuckle. Oh, yeah.
0: Again, I think he's...
1: uh <laughs> think he's only himself there. Yeah. Mm. Well, it might be. Yeah. So, presumably, his, his overheads aren't very big, at least, so it's kind of... Any money he can get in is greatly appreciated. Mm. He doesn't want to price himself out. Paul Chuckle, £45 dear, dear. All
0: dear, oh dear. Anyway... <laughs>
1: what about mark lawrenson
0: all oh, right okay so he's uh he's he's the one who's replacing the other chuckle brother isn't it um yeah,
1: he strange like and, uh, and mark yeah.
0: yeah well he's not being the same without the mustache has he that's the thing like mm. you know you still look the I, I, I don't know if i mentioned this in the podcast before but when you look at somebody who used to have a mustache doesn't matter how long ago it was you still imagine you still think... the mustache has got to be there like my mm. uncle dean he, he got rid of his when he when I was probably about 10 or something, 10, 11 or whatever. But yeah. I can't stop looking at him and still think there should be a moustache sat there. Like, mm. it's, you know, the ghost of a moustache is sort of there. Uh, I'm going to say then, Mark Lawrenson, but, more... Exp- yeah,
1: Go on. It, Yeah, will they say same about me when I cut my hair eventually? Probably. Hopefully, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. This, is,
0: this is the danger that you're facing, Fisher. Sure. Mm. Uh, sure. I'm going to say Mark Lawrenson, more expensive, and he might even get like a bit of a, a sort of bit of punditry as well. Mm from him. Uh,
1: he is more expensive but he's only £50, pounds, only a little bit more expensive. Um, So next up, Alan Fletcher who plays Dr. Carl Kennedy in Neighbours.
0: I've seen him in a pantomime. He was Captain Hook, okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I, I, I didn't go to the pantomime, but I remember him being in pantomime.
0: I think he's quite popular so I think he's definitely going to be more expensive than, than Mark Lawrence. I think he's quite popular and I think Neighbours is, is a bit of a it's got its fans, aren't it? You know, he's he's one of the big names. Names. I don't know if he's still in there. Certainly, one of the biggest character. So it's mm-hmm. like asking you know Phil Mitchell
1: to be so Yeah, uh,
0: I'm going to say yeah, more expensive.
1: Okay, uh, you'd be wrong. He was on. It's only thirty six pounds. It's a bargain.
0: Huh?
1: It's a bargain. It's the person who plays his daughter Libby Kennedy? Um, she's only about seventeen pound fifty, apparently. Oh so, right,
0: yeah.
1: There we go. Uh, question question about uh, Carl Kennedy. True or false? Uh, but what's true and what's false? Uh, he's the lead singer of a band called The Waiting Room. Or, before he appeared in neighbors it appeared in Home and Away for six months. Both could be true,
0: but I think... The one that I think I'm sure about <laughs> is I think he's actually in a band. And I don't know why I've seen this before, but I think I've, I've, I've seen it somewhere, heard it somewhere. Either he's been on telly on the one show or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's in a band.
1: Yeah, you're right. He is in a band. <laughs> so next up, uh, she's listed as a singer. Uh, Sam Fox. Remember Sam Fox? You might have to remind uh, me. If, if you put her into Google image search, yeah, not really sure it'll have pictures of her being a singer in all honesty. Sam um, Fox.
0: It does come up saying singer songwriter
1: though. Hmm. Page pastry page model, I think from Glamour the ages. model.
0: All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so how much do you think for Sam Fox? More or less than thirty-six pounds? I, I was quite just <sighs> amused that she lists herself as being a singer.
0: Well, she's. I think she's quite. She's. She's like she got legendary status for what she did. Uh, but obviously among a certain generation. So I'm, I'm going to say higher.
1: Higher. Uh, you'd be correct. £50. Well on.
0: <laughs> there's a lot and of pictures finally, of her singing, to be fair. Oh, is that sorry? There's, there is quite a few pictures of her singing.
1: Yeah. I there's probably more pictures of her doing other things. Oh. Yeah. So next up, finally, last one, Callum Grant, who's a famous TikToker. Sorry? Oh, sorry. I was still on the pictures yeah. of
0: the, anyway. Uh, so famous TikToker, Callum Grant. Now this is Callum be... Grant. I reckon this is gonna be expensive because I I've not got a clue who he is, but I'm guessing that a lot of people do, and TikTok's popular and people on TikTok are popular, so I'm gonna go, yeah, I think he's I think he I think he's up there quite expensive, more than fifty quid. I'm gonna say
1: maybe in the hundreds. Um, you'd be wrong. And there is hope for us yet, Jimbo, because he is only five pounds. So
0: i you say hope, but that makes me think we, we wouldn't even get a quid.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that Mimo must take sort of a percentage fee yeah. from it. It must like, yeah, 20%, 10%, 15%, whatever. That probably leaves him with, you know, about four quid left at the end of it. But yeah. He's got to do quite it a few here.
0: But I suppose he gets his advertisements on TikTok and
1: stuff like that as well, doesn't he? So Yeah, he keep building up. Yeah. If he does a good job, he can raise his prices.
0: I enjoyed that for
1: sure. Well, thank you very much. Well done.
0: So what do you reckon then, realistically, we'll probably be back in um, a couple of weeks for our big hundredth episode. Uh, The plan is we want to be in the same place, so we should be doing Mm -hmm. a joint broadcast. Uh, We'll have lots of interesting things. I've I've got a few ideas, Fisher. A few little things in store already, so um yeah we'll hopefully you'll join us for our 100th episode and we'll we'll make sure we make an effort of promoting it as well and sticking to when we're actually going to do the thing and make sure yeah. the audio is working as well for all of it um mm-hmm. uh, but if you have missed any of it the audio listeners you won't have noticed because you'll hear the audio as you normally do uh, so apologies for that in the middle for us talking about it when you didn't notice any issues um but for the video listeners uh watchers mm-hmm. Uh we'll we'll put the proper version up and on our podcasting pages and all that kind of thing. So thank you very much for listening. Cheers. You can find yeah, us on in much. the usual places at wasted Web Space, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else. Thanks for listening and uh we'll be back again soon for episode one hundred. Thank you very much. Double thing is now. Thank you. Bye bye.